Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Station 007 Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzaff. Alongside of me is my collaborator, George Rogers. Hello, hello, hello. Well, we had a very good turnout last week for viewers and social media followers, and I want to thank everybody for your um, support. Uh, uh, this week, we're going to be doing finishing up our rankings, uh, 12 to 1. Um, but for a, a first bit of news, I don't know if anybody else heard this rumor that No Time to Die might get pushed back again. George, did you hear about that? I did hear about that. It's going to 2021 now? <sighs> That's the rumor. It, I guess it depends on this whole universal thing. The whole coronavirus thing. I'm not happy about that. I'm, now I'm to the point where I'm like, you know, I kind of hope to see the leaks online or they just do a VOD. Yeah, I mean, it's still, there is nothing like seeing it on the big screen, but <clears> if they have to release it VOD, then, yeah. you know, that's fine too. Because how, how much more are you going to keep postponing this movie? Yeah. I don't want the leak online. I want them to make money for the movie, but I want to see this movie because I've been waiting. We're pushing five years. We could be pushing six, which would tie the span between License to Kill and Goldeneye. I don't want to see that. Yeah, so. I agree. I don't, want, I don't want to see a six-year gap between Bond movies where it's the same Bond actor. Yeah, and it's just been production problems that have basically played this movie. So. Yeah, since but, the jump. Uh, hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully we still get it in November. So, <clears throat> so we're going to do a little quick recap of our 24 to 13. Just kind of run off our list real fast. Uh, George, do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Why the hell not? Uh, okay, so here's my quick re, uh, quick recap, 24 to 13. They are starting from 24 in descending order. Die Another Day, You Only Live Twice, Diamonds Are Forever, Moonraker, Quantum of Solace, A View to a Kill, Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough, Octopussy, Spectre, The Spy Who Loved Me, and Thunderball at 13. Uh, and mine, uh, I actually am making an amendment to mine when I get to it. An I, amendment. Yes, I slept on it, and you're gonna you're gonna know what two movies it is when I get to them. All right. Um, and I watched both of them, and I should have went with my first gut, which is what I'm gonna give you now instead of making the change. So 24, I've died another day. You only live twice. 23, Diamonds Are Forever. 22, 21, of you to kill. 20, Quantum of Solace. 19 is Moonraker. <clears throat> 18 is The World's Not Enough. 17 is Octopussy. 16 is Spectre. Here comes the amendment. Number 15, I am moving the spy who loved me there. Number 14, Tomorrow Never Dies stays. And number 13 is The Man with the Golden Gun. Ah. Um, I just kind of thought that The Man with the Golden Gun was a better movie. Like I said, I slept on it. Better villain. More is a little bit more of a serious tone in it. And I was like, yeah, I, I put him in the wrong spot. And that's what I originally wanted to do, but I ended up changing it the night I was writing my list. So... So for those of you, those of you playing the home game, the version made by uh, the Parkin brothers uh, and Milton Bradley, it was a collaboration. Uh, those playing the home game, Dean has switched his numbers thirteen and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So make sure you make that adjustment on your bingo card. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, do you want to just get right into it then? Let's jump right into it. There's no need to. They listened yeah. to last week. They don't. Yeah. They don't. And I, they I touched know what's really coming. on the other, other news that we had, which yeah. was the No Time to Die potential. I mean, I I mean do they want to hear us bash uh, Die Another Day for another six minutes, or <laughs> should we just should we just skip that and, ju- and jump right into number twelve? We we'll jump into number twelve. I'll, right. I'll do the evens like last week. George will do the odds like last week. So, um, okay. for number twelve for me, I have Goldfinger. Um, I know a lot of people. Wow. This is wow. their favorites. Uh, it is the Bond movie that started the classic style Bond. Every Bond movie following this 
copied this style. <clears throat> the pre-title sequence, or you know, the gun barrel, the pre-title sequence, the, the titles, Bond gets away with the girl at the end. That every Bond movie after this followed that pretty much. That 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 same that template. Yeah. Um, and I, look, I, I love the theme. I love the pre-title sequence. I love Shirley Bassey's theme. I just said that. <laughs> yeah. I meant to say I love the villain. <laughs> I do love the villain. I think Blow... Blow God damn it. His name is Goldfinger. Goldfinger. <laughs> Go, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Goldfinger is a great villain. Um, Pussy Galore, one of the best, if not Iconic. the best Bond girl. She's not, my, she's not my favorite Bond girl, but you can make the argument she is the best. Yeah. Um, my issue with the movie is Bond doesn't really do a whole lot in the movie. He does, yeah. he gets captured, and he kind of just doesn't really do anything. Like he, by sheer luck, gets he puts the tracker in that dude's jacket. Yeah. And Felix, who's the worst Felix Leiter in the entire series, I think. I do not like Cecil Linder as, as Felix Leiter. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'd say he's second to worst. The dude from um, was this Felix from Russia with Love. I don't think so. Uh, there was some dude that... Oh, no, no, no. Dumbs are forever. That's oh, why yeah. I don't like. My mistake, guys. Sorry for that pause. Um, like, Felix just happens to, like, pick up his tracker. And then they were like, all right, I guess we have no other choice but to go to go to the estate. Yeah, they're but like, by sheer yeah, luck. Yeah, but they're like, all know? right, well, let's go back to the... Uh, like, all right, let's go back yeah. to the uh, to, to, to the horse ranch. Yeah, like, it's by sheer luck. And then if, if he doesn't sleep with Pussy Galore... She didn't have to call the CIA and be like, oh, hey, he's uh, going hey, to kill all these people. Hey, guess what? Yeah, like, he didn't do too much. And that's that's fine. I, I also don't love Guy Hamilton as a Bond director. I, T- Terrence Young is my director for Bond, followed closely by Martin Campbell. Um, and then John Glenn. But um, that's kind of what I feel about it. It's just... He I have a- Bond, it just... It keeps it that low. And I used to love Goldfinger. I do like it as a movie. I watch it a lot. Oh, also, the background projection. With the Terrence Young films, it was a lot of it was done on locations. Right. And at the beginning of this, when they're in Miami, you're like, you couldn't just fly Sean Connery to Miami to have them film it on the side of this pool. Everything was a background projection. It's yeah. like, are you, are you serious? Come on now. And that because that's such a great setting too for the beginning of that you know the right after the pre-title sequence. That that's a great beginning and mm-hmm. Bond, Connery's not actually in Miami it's just it's, in, it's on the screen yeah so yeah. that's that's what I have to say about Goldfinger yeah. I have some more but I'll get to it when I when I come to the Goldfinger on my list which is uh, quite a ways away there number well, 12 and you know I yeah I know, I know you know I hold yeah. the Connery films in Hyper I do I do uh, although sticking with the gold theme my number 12 on my list and I see you with a shudder in your eyes because you forgot I didn't have this on my bottom Oh, no, I was thinking something else. Yeah, I know exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> no. <laughs> the number 12 on my list is my actual personal favorite Bond movie, um, The Man with the Golden Gun. It's all it's it's a personal favorite of mine because it was the first movie that I had ever seen uh, in the James Bond universe. So it holds a very so it holds a special place with me. Plus, you really I think Scaramanga is Roger Moore's Bond's best villain. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah. Not a single comes with I know. People like Max Zorn, and they like uh, Kananga, but... Kananga's honest- probably a second best. Yes, yeah, yeah, second yeah, best. But, but you honestly cannot hold a candle to Scaramanga. I mean, Scaramanga's better than a, a lot of the villains throughout the universe absolutely. in general. Absolutely. So he's not just Moore's best. I mean, he's better than... Honestly, most of Brosnan's villains is better than 
Yeah, outside of Alec. Yeah, outside of that. Yeah. Um, uh, the the one major issue that I did have with the, with the man with the golden gun, and I just can't seem to get past it, is just how damn annoying Mary Goodnight is. Yeah. I have a hard time believing she works for MI6. I understand she's a liaison officer, which is a fancy term for secretary, but I have a hard time thinking that she works for a government agency. Yeah. In some sort of yeah. capacity. Because she was awful whining. Plus, <clears throat> when she was putting the tracker on Sky Manga's car, she couldn't have been any more obvious. Yeah, seriously. Why not like, just stick your hand up the wheel well and stick it up in yeah. there? Why did you have to climb all the way inside the trunk to... And then get thrown into yeah. the trunk by Sky Manga? He I like how he's like... <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, that. He's, he's like, ha ha, got another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's how he got Miss Anders. We don't know. Maybe. Maybe she was trying to put a tracker on his car. I I love, and you know, I I touched on the man at the Golden Gun last week, but I love that scene where him and Goodnight are in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. and then um, Maude Adams shows up, and he likes her. But I like when she comes out of the, like, he threw the pillow on the floor, and she walks over to the light, and and he's like, oh, no, no, because he thought she was going to the uh, closet. But he grabs the pillow. pillow, And the smooth, the, the way he recovers was just classic yeah and that's the part of more i do love it's that was great i absolutely love that part yeah um so sticking with dean doing the evens and myself doing the odds my number 11 is uh dr no um great dr no was probably the last connery movie that i had seen when i ended up watching all the movies not by not by any strange <laughs> luck it just happy that was the last one that I had come across mm-hmm. um, but I mean I do I do love Dr. Now I wish I would like to have seen a little more of him in the movie but I understand building up the suspense for the big villain reveal at the end but then when I saw him I was like oh he just looks like a white guy mm-hmm. I mean he didn't really look very Chinese I did like the the fact that he had the metal hands well to be which, fair Dr. No isn't 100% Chinese his right. father was German yeah but this guy didn't look yeah I mean he looked like your man, yeah. Just with slick back hair, a little, hair. Bit, a little like, bit of makeup. On. It's like ah, oh, this works. Yeah. I mean, I did like the effect of the metal hands and mm-hmm. how that eventually, you know, hindered his comeuppance yeah. at the end, or helped uh, with his comeuppance. Helped with his comeuppance. Yeah. Uh, Honey Rider coming out of the water. Is Classic. there is there another is there a more iconic shot of a Bond girl than that? Yeah, die another day, man. With you are a nightmare. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You knew I was going to say that. It's like, ah, uh, copy my work, but try to make it look like it, it yeah. wasn't mine. Yeah. Uh, well, it was an homage. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, yeah. I understand, but too. Still, but still, you can't recreate the homage. They need to do that. Yeah. I mean, so. she, I mean, when she's you know, scolding him, he's like, oh, you're not taking my seashells. Mm. He's like, oh, I'm just looking. I, well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get to Dr. No. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you my, my two cents on Dr. No when I get to it. So, um, continue. That's, I mean. Oh, okay. I don't have um, much else to say about. It. I really, there really isn't too much negative I can really say about Doctor No. It's just that, <clears throat> and when you're doing a list like this, it, it was hard to fit it into a top ten when yeah, yeah. there are other movies that I think are just a little bit better. And that's kind of like how I am with this one. Like I really wanted to my number eleven. You just did eleven, right? Yeah, Doctor. I just did eleven. Okay. Um, I really wanted to put this in my top ten, but I didn't know what to take out in my top ten. Yeah. And, I, and I love this movie, and it's Live and Let Die. Oh yeah, I. I just like I actually bounce between this and Fear Eyes Only. Like spoiler, Fear Eyes Only is in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Of which one is the better, more movie? Mm-hmm. Um, I just could not figure out which movie to take out of my top ten to put this in there because um, I I really think it's it's, it's a 
it's a damn near perfect film, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Great villain, absolutely great villain. Love Kananga as a villain. More, can arguably say it was Moore's best portrayal as Bond, even though he was great in The Man with the Gold Gun and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just like the way he went at the role in this movie. Yeah, the way great. he carried himself. He yeah, died. exactly, exactly. He, he wasn't he, too comedic, a little yeah. serious, but he had that charm yeah. that Roger Moore has. I mean, he, he jumped in feet first. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, I do like, um, um, oh my God, uh, Felix. No. Or uh, David Hedison. David Hedison. I like, he's not my favorite Felix. He's probably number two. Um, he was, he's great in it and loved him in License to Kill too. Mm-hmm. Um, Gene Seymour's a great Bond girl. Um, I mean, know, the theme is phenomenal. You I know. mean, we'll go back to, Gene, we'll go back to Gene Seymour. Let's, what, let's not discount how scummy. Yes. Uh, Bond was yes. though, with 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 all the cards I had the lover like, like that's good. Yeah, that's, I mean that's 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 good. That's scummy on a whole other level. Like you can't even hate him. Yeah, for but, him. You but kind it, of respect is it really scummy bit. though? Because the first time she sees him, she pulls the lover's card. Yeah. So it was bound to happen. So he just had a he just had an ace up his sleeve or or a lover or, card or a whole deck. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I love that theme. It just gets it. Oh yeah. That theme is. Oh yeah. Besides the fact that it's Paul McCartney. It's just it gets me fired up. It's a great theme, great cover by Guns N' Roses. Too. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. prefer the original, but it's still a great cover. Yeah. Um, I love the settings. Anytime Bond goes to the Caribbean, even though San Marnique, I believe, is made mm-hmm. up, I don't think it's an actual island down there. It's. Not. It was filmed in Jamaica, though. I don't know yeah. why they just didn't make it Jamaica, but. Um, mm-hmm. I I just love the setting. I love Baron Seventy. Oh yeah, he's great. He, I know he doesn't do much in the movie, but that's such a great character. I really am thinking about buying that big. Big Chief Studio figure of him. Please do. I love that. I, I just do. The New Orleans setting, and I've been to that. I've been to that street. That was that was cool. Um, I mean, there's who doesn't love Kananga's death? Yeah. I know how cheesy it is, but that is so great. It's so great that he just, he just balloons up and then blows up. Like, Man. come on, there are a lot of other deaths in the, in the franchise. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I, I, I can't praise this movie enough and I really have nothing bad that that's going to be I think is going to be the tough thing about these top 10 is really trying to find the negatives and like I know when we we did our our schedule Latin schedule our listings last week it was like what was the bad things why we put like die well, I mean not die not but like why is diamonds are forever 22 and, yeah you know stuff like yeah. that now it's like I can't say enough good things about these movies. Yeah. Because there's it's, not a lot at of... At this point, it's now the inverse. It, kind of. Yeah. That's how I feel. And I was like trying to think of bad things. And I, I don't... I guess J.W. Pepper would probably be the one thing I didn't like in this. But even though he works because they're in New Orleans, mm-hmm. you know, opposed to him being in Singapore. Yeah. It was Singapore in the Man Little Gun, right? No, it was... Uh, Thailand. Thailand, yeah. Yeah, Foo Yuck. Foo Yuck. <laughs> so... I'll move on to number 10 then. Well, at least I think it's Thailand. I'm sure I'll get corrected later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll move on to number 10. My number 10 is Dr. No. Oh. Um, I mean, it's the movie. It's, it started it all. Yeah. The, I mean, and I love... My favorite thing about it, I watch it so much, is because I love the simplicity of the movie. I'm not a Bond fan that needs a lot of gadgets, because that's when you get Die Another Day. When it's too much gadgets. I like simple spycraft. Mm-hmm. Simple things like when Connery takes the piece of hair and he puts it on his closet door and he puts the talcum powder on his briefcase handle and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff I like. I like when Bond is a spy. Yeah. Which you got that in Live and Let Die too. Mm-hmm. You know, you, which you didn't get a lot of spy craft from Roger Moore, but he did it in Live and Let Die. And you get a lot of great spy craft in Dr. No. I'm not the biggest fan of Dr. No as a villain, but he's, he's a good villain. 
you know, he serves his purpose. Yeah, yeah, I, you know. Um, again, Honey Rider loves mm-hmm. Sylvia Trench. Oh yeah, my God, and who doesn't love it? The, it's the introduction to Bond when yeah. they're at the, the table. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I admire your pers- uh, your persistence, Ms. And she goes, Trench, Trent, Sylvia Trent, Trench. And she goes, You are. He goes, Bond, James Bond. There it is. That's the first time. That's yeah. the first time it's ever the catchphrase in, in, in movies. And mm-hmm. and Connery just, they always say, like, Connery, he's got, like, the movement of a panther when he walks. You see it really well in Dr. No. Mm-hmm. He's smooth. He's everything he does is calculated. And my dad pointed out to me the other day when he gets to, um, fly when he flies into Jamaica. Yeah. Right, and he um, the 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 chauffeur meets him. Yes, from Government House, mm-hmm. and then he goes to the phone, and he finds out that they didn't send the driver for him, and he puts the phone down and he just looks at that guy. It's like, in his head, he's like, "I'm gonna kill this guy." Like he yeah. knows he's gonna kill this guy by the time he gets to where he's got to go. Yeah. Like, and that's what Connery brought out of Bond so much better than. Even Lazenby, more. I mean, Dalton looked like he was going to kill everybody in the world. Uh, yeah. Better than Brosnan. And, I mean, Craig kind of has that look, too. But not like Connor. Like, that look was just like, yeah, I'm going to kill this dude. It's cold steel. Yeah, cold. That's exactly what it is. So. Yeah. And one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Quarrel. Yeah. I don't know. Especially when he gets cut and he's just like, hi, hey, you yeah. want to break her arm? Yeah. He was Jones in the beat the shit out of oh, her. Oh, he was, look- he was looking. <laughs> he's like, Captain, you want me to beat the shit out of her and drown her in the pool? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, basically. Um, the one thing that we didn't touch on with Dr. No, I wanted to, and I thought you were going to, but we didn't, is the uh, Professor Dent. When he, oh, yeah. When he goes down with the, you know, that's, that's, that's the lesson. lesson. You had, had your six. six. Love that line. It's great. And, and, Bond, and he does and the old uh, three-pillar trick. Yeah. That is and, referenced again in the Man of the, the Golden Dawn. And the thing is with, um, with, uh, with that, you watch when he puts his, he puts his, uh, the Walther down mm-hmm. to light the cigarette with the cigarette that he's smoking. Yeah. And Professor Dent's trying to pull the, uh, the, the gun back over to him. Bond knows he's out of bullets. Yeah. Because he shot six off. So, and that's, I love that part too. Also, side note, that actor was the body for Blofeld in Thunderball and From Russia Love. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember who did the voice, but he was the, when you see the physical form of Blofeld from behind mm-hmm. and then behind the shade of, in Thunderball, that's actually the guy who played oh, Professor Dan. Yeah. So, right. uh, you want to go in your number right, 10? All right. So, uh, crack in my top 10 is Skyfall. Okay. It's, I mean, it felt as opposed to the other Craig movies. This one felt like an old school Bond movie. Um, I loved Ray Fiennes' introduction as Gareth Mallory. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as, as soon as they had him on screen, I'm like, he's gonna be the new M. Yeah. I didn't know that they were gonna kill off Judy Dench. Spoiler alert: Judy Dench gets killed at the end of the it, movie. It's been eight years. There's no spoiler. <laughs> people are still complaining about the Sixth Sense at this point. That was 20 years. Yeah. Get over it, people. Um, but yeah, and also, uh, Silva. I mean, Javier Bardem. Yeah, you couldn't get a better. Bill. You he's honestly awesome. could. Did that. That introduction where he comes down the elevator and just that long walk. That's so great. That long walk of him oh telling the story about the about rats. the rats yeah, and the on coconuts the on the island. Yeah. That's that that's brilliant. Don't coconuts anymore. Now the rats. rats. It's it's great. it's great. Yeah. Also, and you, so correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody, anybody, um, is Silva the only Bond villain to actually complete his mission? Technically, I guess because yeah. his whole goal was, was to, to kill, kill M. M. And he, he, and he, I mean, he, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't land the the, the final blow, mm-hmm. but it was his men. Yeah, I mean, she was mortally wounded. Yeah, she died from that. Yeah, I guess yeah. Which, 
I think we'll touch in another video because mm -hmm. I really want to encompass yeah. Craig's error since he's the current bomb. We're gonna do yeah. for everybody. Well, of I really want to hit his, but um, that is kind of an issue I have with Craig's bond, which is kind of a little bit closer mm -hmm. to the the novels. Mm -hmm. He doesn't always get away with the girl. Mm -hmm. I always feel like he never succeeds at his missions. You what? know what I mean? Like he didn't really succeed at his mission at the end of Casino Royale. Mm -hmm. His mission essentially turned into stopping uh, Silva and protecting Emma, and she dies. I guess technically he did accomplish his mission in Spectre, though. And yeah. I guess he did get kind of accomplish his mission in Quantum of Solace. But you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't get the same, like, good feeling yeah. at the end of his movies. So. Um, also, that, that theme from Adele, I know it's overplayed, mm -hmm. um, but good she, she yeah. hit what I... It felt like a Bond song. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if it's because of her vocal range or the back or the backing track, but it, it it's both. It felt like yeah. I Bond. think I think that was the perfect combination um, of a theme and the singer working. Where like Spectre yeah. was a good theme but a bad singer. You know, maybe they should have just gotten Adele to come back, and that that theme would have been right up there. You know. Also, my my final thing on Skyfall. Uh, yeah, because I'm gonna for, hit for, on for right now because I know you're gonna hit it. Is um, Albert Finney. For looking right. like my dad and sounding like kind <laughs> of looking like my dad now too, because yeah. my dad's got the big gray beard now. Yeah, no. not as big as my dad's. But, no, yeah, you know, it's not a pissing contest because yeah. your dad wins anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, number nine, number nine, it's it's you. Will Skyfall your nine? No, Skyfall is my ten. Nine, odds. Ah, yes, idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm a dude. Uh, my number nine is the first time we're going to see this man on my list. It's uh, the Living Daylights. I see you making the face. Oh. Shut your mouth. Oh, that's a kick nuts. Here's the, here's the thing now. Oh. Living Daylights is a is, is is a great movie. It's the first time we got to see this real darker edge on James Bond. This real like hardened edge. My only main issue with it, and why I have it kind of low in my top ten, is I thought Whitaker was kind of weak. Yeah, I expected more from that final from that final showdown between them, as opposed to just having the uh, the key fob behind the Wellington statue and him basically getting knocked out by the statue and that somehow killing Joe Don Baker. Yeah. I mean, I watched I like several... Yorgi, though. Yorgi's I watched, a good Oh, Yorgi's great. Yeah. And uh, good old Sala, our boy Sala, John Reese davies Yeah. I mean, I, would, I wanted to see more of him. And I would have actually liked to have seen him return as General Pushkin in... In the, like the Google because that's what he did he replaced yeah. Google well I mean in the Brosnan movies yeah, yeah, yeah. like when he goes instead of seeing Zukovsky if it was if it was Pushkin I'm not I'm not slighting Zukovsky right. but if that was Pushkin that would be like yeah. you know what that's that's a nice little it's a nice little <clears throat> nice little come to yeah I'll uh, touch on the living daylight I I know you will we're a few spots so, a few yeah. spots away so. you want to uh, you want to jump on yours yeah sure number nine for me is Furars only hmm. um Obviously, you can see where Moore kind of sits with me as James Bond by my listing. And it's no slight to him. I just prefer a more serious, more down-to-earth Bond for my movies. And that's what I exactly got out of this movie. I love this Bond. Uh, even though you could see his, he was starting to really kind of show his age in the role. Um, but I, I do think this is his best, followed by Live, Live and Let Die. Ooh, excuse me. Um... And it's probably him at his best in the role com completely. He embraces mm. some of the darkness of Bond. <clears throat> it's a very grounded movie. Not a lot of comedy in it. Even I even kind of like the the spots with um, the, the skater. What's her face? BB Doll. 
Yeah. <clears throat> like, he's like, oh, I'll buy you a, uh, I'll buy you an ice cream. Buy Even if she's cream. of age. And in the two movies later, he's, he's betting every 20 year old in the movie. Well, he learned <clears> from his <throat> mistakes. He's like, well, I better jump on this. I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's yeah. like, so, I mean, I, I love the theme. She needs since theme. Oh, who man. just celebrated a birthday last week, you yeah. know? Um, the villain was a little weak, though. I mean, Christatus is not the greatest villain, but he's a solid villain. That's, and I feel like that's kind of on the level. When I get to Living Daylights, I'll touch yeah. on that more. Like, yeah. it's a great movie, but kind of a weak villain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I like it. It's got a great Bond girl. Her her mission, the revenge mission, is yeah. really good. Um, I, it's it's Moore's best, and it's it used to still a little higher. But I feel like nine is the right spot for it now yeah. in, in in my rankings. That's that's about right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what yeah. do you got? Oh, and I'll also, uh, I, uh, I love the red lotus that we didn't get to see him do anything with. I just think the lotus looks better in red than white. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a car. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, number nine. <clears throat> Eight. Yes. Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I did my nine. Yes, I'm an idiot. Uh, number eight for me is Skyfall. Hmm. Um, I probably would be more inclined to put it higher, but I have one massive issue with this movie. No gun barrel. Yeah. That really bothers me. And I didn't, and I, I brought that up with Quantum of Solace too. You could put it at the beginning, at the end of the movie, but not, the, it doesn't belong at the be- end of the movie. It belongs at the beginning of the movie is where you put the gun barrel for James Bond. I know you tried, they, they, it worked for Qu- Quantum of Solace. Damn it. Casino Royale. But at this point now, he's James Bond. It should be at the beginning of the movie. And Sam Mendes' reason was stupid. He was like, I just couldn't fit it at the beginning of the movie. Sure you could. You yeah. could have did exactly the same thing you did at the beginning of Spectre. That instead of it swaying back and forth and then the, the hole getting smaller and then going to the scene, you just have it fade to black, which I'm fine with. As long as the gun barrel's at the beginning of the movie, I don't care. And you could have just did it. You could have had the gun barrel, fades to black, and then it pops up with Bond in the hallway. Like, yeah. it, like the movie starts. That's fine. Yeah. So you touched a lot of it. Silver is a phenomenal villain. He's in my top five. Um, I, w- I don't know at the moment where exactly. I mean, he's not, not in my top three, so he's probably yeah. four or five. We, he, haven't, we haven't worked on that list. Yeah. Phenom- I'm not sure how we're going to do that either. But he's a phenomenal villain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Craig's probably more traditional style Bond movie, mm-hmm. minus the gun barrel. Yeah. Um, the theme's not bad. Um, it's got great women. I, I love the women in that movie. Um, Severine. We're going to see a little... We're going to see kind of a fleshed out version of of, uh, of Miss Moneypenny also, which yeah. is nice to see yeah. that she I did like something... I like Moneypenny too. Yeah. Now, see, I could believe her as being an MI6 agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Mary Goodman. <clears throat> yeah. But... Yeah. Am I missing any yeah. of the bomb women from that movie? No. no it was just, just Severine, Severine and Moneypenny, right? Penny, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you want to count the woman he was with when he was uh, hiding out. Yeah. Forget her. But, when he was uh, watching Wolf Blitzer. I also love the scene where he gets to Singapore. That's in Singapore. Wasn't it Macau? No, when he's chasing Patrice. Oh, yes. That's in Singapore, I believe. Yeah. Whatever. Um, that whole... That's very spycraft-like. Like, he, he's waiting for him. He gets a notification on his phone. Mm-hmm. And he's tailing him. And then he either hops on the, uh, the elevator, the music that's playing. And I, Thomas Newman was at his best in this movie. Good Inspector. Phenomenal in Skyfall, and that was a that was a that was a great fight scene too between yes. Patrice. I mean, it was all it was all just shadows. Yep. And then when the camera comes around, you see that the whole time they were just fighting on the edge yeah. of that. Yeah. And that was yeah, that was, was that's, that's great. Yeah. I 
I really can't rave about this movie enough. And, and I love everything that takes place in England. I love the fact that at least the last two Bond movies, a lot of it's taken place in England. Or a, good, a nice little chunk of it, because you don't get to see that much in the previous Bond movies. They don't really dabble in England very much. It's all exotic locations of it that. I like when they're in England. I just I just like that a lot, yeah. because you, get, you forget, he, they also operate inside of their own country. So, uh, number eight for you. Uh, number eight for me is for your eyes only. Okay. Uh, as you said, I think it's Bond. I think it's Moore's best portrayal as James Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely love the the where where he kicked Lock off. Oh the, yeah, I forgot to mention in, that in, yeah. in the car. He's like, I believe you left this with Ferrara. I mean, yeah. he just kicks it off. I mean, yeah. it was great. It was great. Um, the acting, I thought was. Yeah. I thought I thought the acting was. It was best all around mm-hmm. with Julian Glover, yeah. uh, Topol yeah. as Columbo, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I also speaking of Columbo, I really liked him. So did I, because he because he he made no bones about who he was. He's like, oh, I'm a smuggler, but yeah. I don't do heroin. Mm-hmm. Like he he basically told by he he put his cards on the table. He's like, look, this is who I am, and this is you know this, this is everything I am, but I don't do heroin. Like <clears throat> everything that Cristados told you about me, is a lie. he was describing himself. Yeah, I love how he basically reveals like, oh, but your country gave him the. You know, gave, gave, gave him an award, mm-hmm. and then the whole time, Cristados is just a double agent. Yeah, which is fantastic in and of itself. Yeah, I like basically it was just a giant race mm-hmm. for the ATAC, and then we you know when they finally get it, it's just him and Gogol. Then he just says, you know what, screw it, because if he throws it and it breaks, nobody gets it, and it's a stalemate. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I also like the underwater scenes with him and. Um, I thought they were beautifully shot. Yeah, because you haven't really seen that since Thunderball. I love the underwater scenes in Thunderball. Yeah. Like that's it's kind of it was kind of a throwback and even you kind of had some throwback callbacks in the themes too the music and the score and stuff like that and it worked really yeah. well that that Sheena Easton theme yeah I, mean, I I can't say enough about it mm-hmm. uh, you know I me mean? I, I I love a good theme yeah but, I mean you you touched on a lot of what I was gonna say mm-hmm. anyway about for your eyes only but I thought I thought the acting all around was great <sighs> plus you know um, Cassandra Harris yes. A real life Bond girl in her own right, the yeah. first wife of uh, our good, our good friend Pierce. Yeah, Pierce, yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Number uh, <laughs> seven on my list. Um, I know I'm going to get a side eye from you on this one, Uh-oh. but uh, I just I just couldn't fit it in the top in, in my top six in the top half of this list, and it's Casino Royale. Oh man! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> kicking the mug, kicking the dick on that oh, one. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> it's it's. It's just that the other movies that oh. were above it, they just hold a little more with me. And it's not that Casino Royale is a bad movie. I think it's a great movie. I love that opening black and white scene. It felt, it felt gritty. Oh my it god! Felt, it felt real. Wait till you see this online. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are all personal lists. Like, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Like we haven't really had a discrepancy. Really, no. until right now. Oh, yeah. This is the massive yeah. discrepancy in our list. So, continue. <laughs> uh, I think I, I, I think it's it's Craig's best. But at the, at the same time, with a lot of the, a lot of the movies, when, um, when the Bond actors take over, I feel like their first, they, they, their first go at the movie mm-hmm. is really hard to beat. Yeah. I mean, Craig came out of the gate with this. How do you even top that? Skyfall came close though. Skyfall did come close, yeah. but it didn't have. It, there was just, <clears throat> there was just something missing. Yeah, and and I love that opening where he's chasing the. Uh, oh, an the, Yeah, like that whole yeah. parkour mm-hmm. type scene. I thought that was great. It, that felt like you know what, this is a guy who just got his double O. Mm-hmm. He's got he's he's got something to prove. Yep. He's got to show this old woman, hey, 
you did not make the wrong choice. Yeah. Even though she says, oh, maybe we promoted you too early. I mean, one He's more like, syllable, nah, and I'll have you shot. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I, I love that. I can't speak I any... literally thought he was just going to yeah. flop right out and say it, but Judy Dench, just always always quick on the tongue. Yeah. Always just... Well, we find out what her name was in Skyfall. It was Olivia Mansfield. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, it was oh, on so, the... To yeah, go back, yeah. um, in the Goldeneye novelization, her na- it, was, it stated her name in that timeline, the original 20 movies, that timeline, her name was Barbara Maudsley. So she is two different characters. It's just never stated. Maudsley is such a British last name. Yeah, but it's it's never stated <laughs> in the movie. Actually, I think it's even stated in the fo- the, the the following books too. That because John Gardner did Goldeneye book and then he died, and then or he stopped and then died. One of the two. Right. He didn't die long after he stopped. I think. And then Richard Raymond Raymond Benson did the next three, and then he did a couple other short stories, and that was it. So, but that was her official name in the original canon. You know yeah, the. The torture scene with him in the chair. Come on, man. I can't. I mean, it's, it's great. <laughs> Very close to the books, too. The only difference mm-hmm. in the books is that he, instead of using the rope, mm-hmm. they use um, one of those old carpet things where you bang the dirt out of the carpet. Oh, yeah. That's what he uses. Yeah. But that's almost exactly the same. I don't want to get too much into because because yeah. yeah. when I get to it, it's a gush fest. So. All right, all right. Was so that seven? That was my seven, so... Uh, for me, it's Thunderball. Number seven is Thunderball for me. Um, I love the pre-tile sequence. I it's classic with the with the um the, the jetpack. Jet the only different the only problem I have with it is they do they use a background projection when he puts the helmet on. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that was a reshoot. And they were like, well instead of flying instead of going to the actual location, it'll just do it in set. That I don't think that's actually in the original They should have just built a real jetpack. Yeah. But I mean they did ish, sort of. Because that's actually them using it. But neither here nor there. <laughs> um, I love that theme by Tom Jones. That's probably my favorite Connery theme. I could I could buy that. Yeah, I love that theme, and that's no slight against Shirley Bassey or, or hey, two Shirley Basseys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love the Thunderball yeah. theme. Largo is a great villain. When I read when I read the book Thunderball, which is one of the handful that I read before I got into him reading him now, that's exactly what I pictured him to be. He was like this olive looking older, but he's a big guy too. Like you saw him in the movie. I know you kind of touched it like yeah. he was an older guy. He just you like, see him. He yeah. looks like he's got power though, because he is. He's number two. Yeah, I mean, but but, but look at him. He just looked old and fat to me. I'm like, yeah. uh, he just looks like a guy who's you know, playing play, play, playing spades at a. Uh, I love the boardroom scene. That boardroom scene. I don't know which Spectre boardroom scene is better. The one from Thunderball or the one from Spectre? Because they're both phenomenal boardroom scenes. Um, Especially when Largo gets up and he's walking in between and he's kind of explaining everything. Like, that is just so good. Again, Terrence Young. Dr. No, From Rush With Love, and Thunderball. Like, Connery's three best. Like, don't, the, other, the other three don't even come close to me. No. They, they are the best of, of Connery. Domino. Problem. Yeah. It's between her and Vesper is probably my two favorites. I think the best Bond girl. I'll get to that. But yeah. personal favorites, it's definitely mm-hmm. Domino and Vesper. So, yeah. um, love the underwater scenes. It does drag slightly at times, mm-hmm. but I, I'll live through it. It's such a great movie. Such mm-hmm. a great movie. Um, so that's really all I can say about it. I mean, I just I love the fight. I don't. I can't say anything yeah, else that yeah, hasn't yeah, been yeah. said. You know what I mean? So, right. number, we're, crack, we're cracking the top half of the list now. Number six for me is The Living Daylights. Hmm. Um, I think it's the best pre-title sequence. You gave me shit, and I had it three spots down. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, I, I didn't expect yeah. it to be that that high or low, whatever right. the saying is. 
Sure. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it's the best pre-title sequence in the, in, in, the, in the franchise. You think the way, so? The way that they introduced Dalton um, in that, when it's just, that's so Fleming-esque. And that's, mm. anything that feels like if Fleming wrote it himself mm. wins for me. And it's just, you know, when, when, when 003 falls, you know, or whoever it is, yeah, it's pretty sure it was 003. And then he just looks and he comes in, that is the best. And then it's Timothy Dalton. No, I want to bring back Fleming's Bond. Like he says in the Everything or Nothing uh, documentary, people complained about not being able to take their seven and eight-year-olds to a Bond movie. He says, well, it's about a movie about a bloody assassin. You shouldn't be taking seven and eight-year-olds to a Bond movie. Yeah. Like, it's exactly right. That's kind of why I, I, I love Roger Moore, but I also don't like Roger Moore at the same time because mm-hmm. now everybody calls, like, we want this lighthearted Bond. Well, then you would really hate the fucking books if you yeah. like the lighthearted Bond, honestly. Because yeah. he's not lighthearted in the books at all. No. Like, not, not even you, you want Bond from the books it. you watch Timothy Dalton's two movies and watch Daniel Craig's soon to be five mm-hmm. they're pretty Fleming-esque yeah so anyway back back to the movie yeah. um, I do like the song which it took years for it to grow on me mm-hmm. but it's, it's a good song for a while you hated it I did it took a long time for it to grow on me um, but the more I listen to it I, I like it um, here's, here's the thing with the song and I, I didn't get touched on much. it is a good song and I understand why they went with AHA. I know they're yeah. big everywhere that's not America. Mm-hmm. I know they're, they were huge over in the Europe. I would have liked to have seen maybe somebody else do the song. Maybe. Um, like, possibly, I, th- I think David Bowie could have hit that with his own, you know, like, mm. like 80s thin white Duke Ooh, David that, Bowie. Oh, yeah, he yeah. would have nailed that. Think you're on to something. Yeah, yeah. he would have nailed that. Well, you know he would have done it if he was uh, Max Zorin. Yeah, but that was a view to a kill. Yeah, but I'm saying in in, in a view to a kill, you yeah, know, but, Bowie. Yeah, but, yeah, but could you picture any other band from Duran Duran doing a view to a kill in that style? No. <laughs> yeah, only no. Duran Duran can do yeah. that. Well, he probably would have some. Maybe Tears so. for Fears. Maybe Tears for so, Fears. Uh, I, the, you touched yeah. it with the villains. Um, Whitaker's a little bit a little weak. You know, um, well, I love Cara. She's a great Bond girl, and she actually has a little bit of an arc in it. She's like so helpless in the beginning. And at the end, she's actually helping Bond, except for she doesn't keep the plane straight. No, <laughs> no, you know. But I, I like her. It as was a Bond. like it was like she was just like I'm too worried about what's going on in the back. Yeah, like no, take keep my hands on this wheel. <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah. But I, I really like her as a Bond girl. And I love the scene when they're at the carnival, and Saunders gets cut in half by the door. Mm-hmm. They don't show, but that's it's implied that he was yeah. cut in half. And he picks up the balloon. It's a smear, smearigan on it. And he, he, that look in his face. He was just like, "Fuck, I got too involved." Like, he realizes he got too involved with this girl, and it distracted him from doing his mission. It co- Saunders costs him his life and stuff yeah. like that. And I like, he, he kind of gets that little, like, toughness with her. Like, he wants to be, like, like tell her the truth, but he's like, nope, I gotta, I still gotta play this role. So, yeah. And, and I just think he was the best Bond. Yeah. I mean, I don't say anything else. I mean, he's got one more Dalton movie to talk about, the both of us. So, yeah. But. Uh, so the number six on my list, you had already touched on it. It's the it's the last more movie on my list. The only one I didn't talk about. So playing along at home, you know it's Live and Let Die. Um, I just it's it, it was Morris first. I think he was. I think his performance in Fry, For Your Eyes Only was better. But I think Live and Let Die is the better overall movie. It's got the stronger villain. It's got um, it's got the, it's got a great great henchman too. Tee he's oh yeah yeah. Great, great henchman. Yeah, I want to touch on Teehee real quick. Yeah, I thought he was great. I think I, th- I think Kananga has the second best henchman. Um, I don't want to say gr- group. His like he has a he, Kananga's henchmen are second to just one 
and I haven't gotten to him yet. Mm. Um, but so Tihi meets his end at the end on the train. What is it with Bond henchmen getting taken out on trains? I don't know. <laughs> it's I don't know. <laughs> Jaws, Hanks, Red Grant, they all just go out on trains. Yeah. Grant didn't get thrown out the window like the other three did. Yeah. But well, well, Hank said it was, it was an open out, door. But, yeah. but still, he got thrown off the train. Yeah. What is it with the? Uh, what is it with these henchmen in trains? I don't know. At this point, just learning a lesson. Like you know what, this isn't working anymore. Yeah. Let's try something else. Yeah. And then I mean, I love. I mean, it's. I think the action is great for what it was. Mm-hmm. It was. I I, I love the boat. Uh, the boat chase. Yeah. Great. I absolutely. Yeah, loved it was it. great. With uh, with Adam taking out Billy Bob and grabbing his boot because mm-hmm. he heard on the radio it was the fastest one. He's like, mm-hmm. well. Let me go grab this, and, it was, and I love the score. Oh, George yeah. Martin, George score Martin, was great, yeah, yeah, the Fifth Beetle, yeah, it was Something that was great, yeah. Uh, there's not there really isn't too much more I can say about. Live yeah, and like die I said, I really, I'm so torn between if I think Live and Let Die and VR is mm-hmm. only like which one is better. Yeah. And I really want it to be in my top ten. I just yeah. looking at this list, I don't know what to take out of my top ten to yeah. put it up in there. Uh, cracking the top five on me. Um, you already said it. I put a little higher on my list as it means a little bit more. Uh, Goldfinger. Hmm. Goldfinger used to be my number one. It was for mine for for long for time. the longest time. Yeah, but as you had mentioned to me, and as you mentioned, Bond doesn't really do anything. Yeah, he just kind of lucks his way through the movie. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's iconic from start to finish. You know, do you expect me to talk? No, I expect you to die. Yeah, it's got that's it's got all that's, the iconic that's, tropes I mean, that a Bond movie expects. It's just Bond tied to. Or you know, to strapped to the board in the laser, slowly mm-hmm. making his way up. I mean, yeah. that's been lampooned in every other spy movie mm-hmm. to follow. Mm-hmm. That scene, I mean, go, go, Goldfinger as a villain has been lampooned from left yeah. to right, as oh, yeah. you know, especially in Goldmember. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I can't say more. I mean, I, I could say more about it, but you had already touched on it. I think the song Gold. I think the song Goldfinger. It's. It's in my top. It, it, it's in my top five all time. Probably mm-hmm. even my top three if I really thought about it. Um, if I say, I have to sit down and think about it. It's in my top ten. Yeah. Probably closer to five yeah. than it would be ten. Yeah. So also, uh, I I really enjoy when Kelsey Grammer, David Hyde Pierce, and John Mahoney sing it. And, oh yeah, on the that one episode of Frasier. Yeah, uh, but that's that's another list for another day. Yeah, but uh, let's go to your number four because we're no, we're number five. Oh, you're number five. Yeah. Okay. License to Kill. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. I. And it, it's it's tough for me to put the two Dalton movies like six and five because Dalton's yeah. in my he's my favorite Bond. Yeah. But you'll see these next four and you'll be like, okay, I understand. Here's the um, thing. I think just kind of going off, I. We're gonna have three of the same top four. <laughs> <laughs> um. The PTS, the pre-tell sequence is great. I love everything about it. Um, like he, like I like when, like, and David Heston's great as Felix in this too. Better than he wasn't living like, like uh, Well, yeah. Well, he was more flushed out. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Like I think he goes, "I'll see you in hell" when he's hanging, yeah. you know, above the kids. Uh, no, thing. no, this is the first day of the rest <clears throat> of your um, life. Who doesn't love that theme? Oh, That's arguably the best theme in, in the franchise. Like I really bounce, I really bounce between that and Gold, Goldeneye as the best theme. But I really think it is. As I, I, I really think it yeah. is the best theme. I'll touch on it when I get there. <laughs> um, I, I have my own thoughts. And, and Michael Kamen's score was so good, so good. The perfect, the perfect guy to, to take over for Barry at that time. 
And but Michael Kamen, he did every eighty yeah. act. He yeah. did every every '80s action movie. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you can tell just listen to Die Hard and and uh, and Lethal Weapon. I'm mm-hmm. almost positive that's the same damn score. It might be, yeah. Um, and it's it's a great revenge story too. Like I like everyone's like, oh, I don't like a rogue Bond. He was rogue per se because MI6 really could have stopped him if they really wanted to. They let him do what he was going to do, and I mean. He's still a very, very spycraft in a way. Like when he when he tells Lupe, "Take me to see him," yeah. you know, so he can, so he he can get a view of where he's at, and he realizes he's behind two inches of glass. And you need a cannon to get to him. Yeah. Um, and Sanchez is probably my favorite villain. Love Robert Dobby. He is probably my favorite villain. There. He's such a badass in this movie. So great. Uh, so believable villain too. Great Bond girls. Yeah. Um, Lupe's good. Acting's a little wooden, but she's still good. Um, I'd love Pam. She's great. Wayne Newton, you know, bless your heart. <laughs> bless your <laughs> bless heart. your heart. But I just I love everything about the movie. It's people like people like to say, um, you know, it's oh they they made it because it was Miami Vice and stuff like that. Like who cares? Who gives a the, shit? I mean, living like living like dies a bullet. By '89, Miami yeah. Vice was already already <laughs> ran its course because yeah. they were in what season five by that time. Where Don yeah. Johnson had the had the long hair, like that, yeah. like that late '80s long yeah. hair. It, but it's like it who, already it's like, ran its course. It's like who it's, who cares? Yeah, you know, it's it's still a great movie though. Again, Dalton, the closest thing to the novelization yeah. of Bond we ever got. Like I say to people all the time on all those those James Bond groups um, on Facebook, um, like if you don't like Dalton, you probably wouldn't like the books because yeah. Dalton is the closest thing to the books we ever got. Yeah. So, all right. but and we'll go to number five for you. Four, if four is four. you, Goldeneye. And this wow. is a movie that sat at my number you. one. I don't even know you anymore. This is a movie that sat at my number one for many, many years. I don't even know you anymore. Um, well, I really had to think about this list and like what yeah. my favorite was, and I'll explain it when I get to it to you because I, I knew I knew I was going to blow your mind with this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Did you purposely do it to blow my mind? No, or? not at, not at all. When I I went back and watched mm-hmm. a lot of these movies just to make sure I was happy with the seating, and I, that's right. when I changed it. Um. It might be my personal favorite, but I can't even say that. I'll take that back. Erase that. Not even my personal favorite. My, my number one is my personal favorite, too. Right. Okay. And I think I also think it's the best Bond movie. But I mean, the pre-tell sequence is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Just phenomenal. Great again. Great introduction to the to a new James Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the fact that it, they, they don't say it in the movie, but they say it in, in the novelization that 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 scene takes that pre-tell sequence that mission takes place in 1986 yeah so I, one day I'm going to watch that pre-tell sequence and then watch the two Dalton movies and then pick up after the <laughs> uh, <laughs> to see to see if it kind of blends together at all but I think it does great theme um it it's not only is Pierce's best Bond mo- movie it's him at his best as Bond mm-hmm. like that's no slight to the other three movies well but, it's a slight to one of them yeah but this is he's best as a spy yeah best as James Bond best in the tuxedo everything about this movie is at his best and I like the fact that he doesn't wear a suit very often in this movie traveling and at the office because that's what it's, it should be mm-hmm. which is a big I touched on that in the, the world's not enough where he was in a suit the entire movie yeah it's, it doesn't make any sense like novel Bond hates wearing suits you know and I will, I'll touch on that when we get mm-hmm. down Greg yeah. um Love uh, the scores are right. Eric Sarah could have did better, but the villain, Alex Trevelyan, is is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal yeah. villain. Love yeah. Zania. 
She's my second yeah. favorite hench person. We'll yeah. say hench because she's a woman. Yeah. You know, but if there's a list of combined henchmen and henchwoman, henchwomen, you know, she's phenomenal. Yeah. Just everything is phenomenal about this movie. I, and it's it's so hard. I wish I could still put it at number one, but I just I can't put it over these next three movies. Yeah. Uh, so the number four on my list, it's it's in your top three because you haven't mentioned it yet. It's, I think. It's Connery's best Bond film, and it's from Russian with Love. It just, it's it's a great movie, top, bottom, sideways. Mm. I love Red Grant. Rosa Klebb, I could have done without, but I understand she's pulling the strings. Yeah. I'll, you know, then you know, she finally gets her comeuppance at the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Karim Bay. Yeah, I love, um, love I love, I love him. I liked everything that happened in that gypsy village. And the fact that Red Grant was basically protecting Bond mm-hmm. just so he can have the pleasure of killing him. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. I love, like, when that, when he's just like, oh, it's like, I've, it's like, I've been saving your life this whole time. It was, it's, it's, it's great. Top, yeah. top left side was, I mean, he, the, these next four movies, I mean, well, well the next three after this one, yeah. it's going to be, it's hard to find fault yeah. Yeah, because they're just too damn perfect. Yeah, it is. Um, but I, I know you're gonna you're, you're gonna hit it left right sideways. So I'm not even gonna bother even really getting into it because you're gonna get deep with it because I know it's one of your personal what, favorites. For Russia Love. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I thought I'm, you meant your next one. Yeah. What I mean, one, three or four. This is all, and also I think this is probably the first time we had like a real score. Well, no, not well, not score, but like a real theme with Matt Monroe. It was. Yeah. yeah. It just wasn't in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's great. I mean, I don't. Well, I, didn't, I love that song I, so much. This is the only thing I know Matt Monroe for. Yeah, me too. But I mean, he huh? had but. It's, it's a great it's, theme. It's, it's, if that's the only thing I know him yeah. from, then yeah, fine by me. It's a great theme. Uh, so, so we're on, was that your so four? It was my four. Okay, so, so, so number three on my list mm-hmm. is um, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. We might as well it's, talk about it together because it's number three on my list. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, right, look at that. We, <clears throat> we finally match. <laughs> the only time in the top 12 we're yep. going to match. Yeah, so we might as well just yeah. do a quick discussion. Yeah, about we'll do it, a so. quick on it. Um, I think it's the best Blofeld. Yes. Telly Savalas. Absolutely. Killed it. Absolutely. Correct me on this. Was he? Did he do this before he did Kojak? I don't know. Because I, I don't think know. so. I think he was Kojak first. I don't know. I feel like Kojak was like seventy-two, but I don't know for certain I because know. I wasn't alive. So I. But, I, I mean, I can't remember honestly. Best Blofeld. Yeah, best. Lazy gets <clears throat> overlooked far too oh often. Oh my god, dude. Far too Choir. often. That is a great Choir. movie for a guy who wasn't an actor who bullshitted yeah. his way in that yeah. role. He was phenomenal. Yeah. He had the look. Everything. Yeah. I don't care that he was Australian. Who cares? It didn't come out. It did. You wouldn't have known. Yeah. He looked like Connery in a way. Mm-hmm. He looked like Bond in a way. He wore those suits great because he was a model. Mm-hmm. He could he he could fight. You yeah. could believe Lazy could beat your ass mm-hmm. if he needed to. It was great. Who does who doesn't love that opening score? Yeah. That 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 no that no words. Don't even yeah. need any words. Doesn't need it. It was so great. Although I do love <clears> the uh, <throat> we have all the time in the world. Oh yeah, Louis Louis Oh yeah. Beautiful I love the pre-title sequence too. Yeah, like when you see, he puts the hat down and he takes, he puts the gun down. And it's just, it's just great. That never happened to the other fellow. Which, like, yeah, that's a that, that's a that tongue in cheek. Yeah. That was for the uh, that was for the audience. That wasn't yeah. meant to be. Yeah. You no. know, I know people do this whole code name bullshit. Yeah. Well, they're I idiots. Don't, I don't buy. <laughs> they're I don't idiots. It's been debunked by everybody. Uh, can we do a quick discussion on Diana Rigg? Oh my god, the best Bond girl. Beautiful, the best. Yeah. Is she my personal favorite? No, she's in my top five though. She's still but kick- she is the best she, Tom she, girl. She's still Tom, kicking her Bond girl. Sorry, yeah. Well, she's Tom girl too. Yeah, <laughs> she's the best. She's she's still kicking yeah. around now. And honest, honestly, honestly, it's 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 Fleming's best novel. Yeah, which that's what blows my mind when people put this. They like this is the worst Bond movie. It's like you obviously don't like How? the books. Then yeah. I understand that there are people who 
don't read the books and just like the movies. I get that. But to that is Fleming's best novel. And to say that that movie, because it's the only movie that we got a real true adaptation of the novel. They kept that 95% true to the novel. And that's what Peter Hunt wanted to do, who was also revolutionary in the way he directed that movie too, with the, the quick cuts and the shaking. That, think about it, that became popular 40 years later. Yeah. Everything he did for that movie that people slammed him for ate up like nothing when it came, like Quantum Solace came out. Yep. And the Bourne series and all that stuff. It was all people, you all tracked that back to Peter Hunt. Yep. You're absolutely, just, you're absolutely right. I just, you're absolutely right. Who doesn't love her father too? Oh, yeah. It's a great character. Oh, he's great. Yeah, just whoring his daughter out the box. Oh, of course. And he's oh, a man to control her. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> spoil the run. Yeah. <laughs> spoil the run. Uh, <laughs> spare the run. Spoil the child, right? Yeah. Like, referee mm-hmm. knocks her out yep. in the movie. I absolutely... My favorite line of the movie is when... Uh, is, is, is when Blofeld has her up in Piz Gloria mm. and he goes oh I can make you I can make you a countess and she's like I already am yeah like no bullshit like fuck you dude what else you got yeah like it's great so uh, before we hit the top two we are Anchor only allows us to record 60 minutes at a time and we're at 53 I'm gonna quickly stop this and start it back so just so we have enough time to talk about this and anything else we talk about so we're back in two and two and we're back Sorry about that, guys. <clears throat> but I just want to make sure we have yeah. enough time to talk about it. Because it'll just cut us off and I'll have to do it anyway. So uh, I think next week's episode, I'm probably going to explore recording it on my phone, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then uploading it to Anchor. I just haven't been able to fade out. I haven't really explored. So maybe yeah. after I upload this, I'll just play around with it. So then we don't have to worry about any time constraints. So. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so all right, we're at number two then, right? Number two. So for me, it is from Russia with Love. Mm. Um... Like, this is probably the first Connery movie I saw. And I have the most admiration for this movie. And I think it's because this is also my dad's favorite Bond movie. Um, so that's something we... I, that's why I, I'm pretty sure it's the first Connery movie I saw. Like, it, like I touched on before. It was like, the living, it was like A View to a Kill. And then, like, The Living Daylights were probably the first two I saw. And then it was immediately like this. This is the farthest I can go back was, like, six years old that I was mm-hmm. watching this movie. Love the game. Um, that was pretty cool even though they added a bunch of stuff to it but Connery is perfect in this role he is just perfect in this role in yeah. this movie um, I, I man I'm just trying I'm just trying to think about it it's just I because <laughs> I'm just you're at, the, you're at a loss for words I'm at a loss for words yeah. I love this movie <laughs> and this is the movie that it, there's so much spycraft in this movie yeah and that's what I like it's simple you what does when when Major Boothery comes in? Mm-hmm. He gives him a fucking suitcase. Yeah. With a talcum powder, and bullets. That's it. That's all. There's it is. no fancy, visible cars or any of that shit. It's just simple. Here's some stuff to help you to get through customs yeah. to help with your mission. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like he's a it's like an old shaman like giving you wares. Yeah. Which I mean, realistically, <laughs> Q is not really a character in the books. That was Q Branch exists. Mm-hmm. But and Major Boothward, I I want to think it was only in Doctor No, in the book. He gives him the PPK, and I I think that's it. I don't think like I said I, in my lifetime, I've only read four novels, and two of them were the short stories of Rock the Pussy and Living Daylights. So mm-hmm. that's oh, I thought so. you meant novels altogether. No, like like all like, like, like the first like, like the book. first two were goosebumps. No. So and then I <laughs> <laughs> but I mean Red Grant. I want to say he's the best villain, but he was a henchman. He was a henchman, best but he but he feels like a yes, major villain because he's just looming yeah. that whole movie. And God, Robert Shaw is such a badass. 
Yeah. And you can't believe that guy's been... He's, he passed away like 40-some years ago. That's insane. Like, longer than we've been alive. And he's been... He's in Jaws. Yeah. It's probably best known for Jaws, really. Yeah. I mean, when just he, because it, of that, yeah. And he's just... He's such a badass in this movie and yeah. it's just the way when when he they actually take the dubbing of his voice off and he's talking like himself and he's just you could see he just, he just wants to kill Bond so yeah. badly he wants to be the guy that kills Bond so here's the thing just, had, had they had he been Red Grant in Jaws mm-hmm. that movie would have been 30 minutes long yeah because he, he would have just he would have just strangled the, the shark with a exactly with Garrett Wire yeah exactly yeah good for him <laughs> <laughs> but again it, it, it goes back to that simplest simple Bond, I, I like simple Bond. Yeah. Um, get Sylvia Trench is in it again. Yeah. Who I, I wish I, I, I really wish we would have gotten her, her back. I really yeah. wish we would have gotten her back. She could have been a good running, not a running gag, just but a character shown back yeah. up again. Like I said, Tomorrow Never Dies. If that was originally what they were gonna do, It'd be a lot they should have done. They should, should have done for her. Love Karen Bay. Mm-hmm. Love that whole gypsy scene, even the fight. Mm-hmm. And I kind of mm-hmm. like how Bonnie is even like, stop the fighting. Yeah. Like even he's even like, this he's is like little, this is too this much. Is a little too this much. Is a bit yeah. much for me, yeah. Again, Blofeld. I want Blofeld to. I, I don't need Donald Pleasant's Blofeld. Kind of this like weird, creepy, short guy with a scar on his face. Like yeah. it's not how I envision Blofeld. Uh, Rosa Klebb is great. Um, Rosa Klebb looked like a librarian. Yes. Like, like she's the kind of she's the except the kind of librarian that you. That you definitely want to make sure you return your books on time. Yes, because she'll stab yeah. you with her shoe knife. Yeah, I, and I love, I love the scene um, when they're on the train and Red Grant slips her the uh, the Molly or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Whoa, what was that? You slipped in her drink." Like Bond saw, you could see they actually play up. Like he puts his he puts his fork that thing, and he's looking right at Red Grant's hand. Yeah, he knew what he was up to. He knew who Red Grant was. Um, he he knew he wasn't Nash. So yeah. and of course, I mean, how could you ignore the iconic plane scene in the field? Yeah, how, and that's iconic. Yeah, that's that's one of the most iconic scenes from the from the franchise. It's and I, I, Matt Monroe's theme. It's great. Just you can't really say what hasn't been said about From Russia with Love. Exactly. I mean, you we could I mean? we could talk to her blue in the face about and it. And we got a movie review coming up too. Yeah, <laughs> eventually, yeah. eventually, not coming up. Yeah. I, we actually haven't talked about when we're going to start the movie reviews. Nah. Soon, coming soon, but not too soon. Probably in a few weeks. Probably later, but, but not however, too late. we do have the format. We're going to sidetrack for a second. We're going to throw all the names in a hat, yes, and we're going to pull the names out each week, the week prior, and announce on the show of what movie we're going to review. We're not just going to go and order Doctor No to no. to Spencer. I mean, that's, I, done, mean I mean, I mean, it's know. a good format, but yeah. it's, it, it, it's been, been done. done. We're going to jazz. Let's it up do a something bit. a little different. Yeah, you know? that's all we're doing. We're not trying to. I mean. Granted, a lot of the podcasts do sound the same, mm-hmm. so this is kind of our way of just yeah. being a little bit different, yeah. but still kind of being. And the it'll same. be fun too, because because oh yeah, because we're not going to know. Yeah. Oh god, we're going to pull I'm die. Hoping, we're going to pull I'm, die another day. I'm hoping die another day is the first one. Oh god, it's going to be the last one, and you know it is because we want it yeah. out of the way yeah. so bad. Yeah. And eventually, <laughs> I think I think with the movie reviews, we'll add in Never Say Never Again and. That's gonna casino. That'll be at the end. Well, let's get through the all twenty four <laughs> movies first. Never say never again is gonna go in the hat with uh with, with the three Austin Powers movies, Spy Hard, yeah, and you know just just all three Naked Gun movies because yeah. why the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I we rambled. Your number two, my number two. Now this movie was my number one for at least the last five to six years, mm-hmm. and I and you're just finding out now mm-hmm. that it is not number one anymore. Mm-hmm. 
and that's Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Well, you found out today that Goldeneye wasn't my number one. I know, and I don't even know how to act. I'm looking at you sideways. Mm-hmm. You're pull off a mask, and you're gonna be someone else underneath, <laughs> just like in a, just like in the shadow. But for for the longest time, Goldeneye was my number one. It's it's almost it's, it's a near flawless film. The mm-hmm. only major issue I have is Eric Serra's score. Yeah, because to me, it just the way that score feels. Was it feels like they did Goldeneye 64 first and then just took the score from the game and threw it in the movie? There are some parts of the score I really do like, though. Yeah. Like when like when they're at the uh, statue graveyard, yeah. that, that part's great. Yeah. Um, now, he didn't do the score. They actually rescored it with um, John Ottman, the tank scene. Okay. That was actually rescored. That's not Eric Serra. That's John, right. I think that's John Ottman. Right. I think that's who they got to do it. But, but there's a, there's but parts the, of that score I like. There was there's parts I don't like. The, the 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 major part of the score I don't like is when he wakes up in the helicopter, and then he looks out at the control panel and sees that the missile's gonna launch, and it does like that, in that super synth '90s. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, is this from the frigate level? Because I don't know. <laughs> I wish. Oh God, if only. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I wish. Ah, um, good, but I mean, that movie gave us. The game that was has basically been the template for yeah. every multiplayer shooting game that's yeah. come out. Call of Duty, Battlefield, all of it. You can trace it all back to Goldeneye. Yep. I'm sure there's something before that, but no, I don't know what Goldeneye it is. Goldeneye really set the standard. Because I can't think of anything. And at the time, I was yep. playing a lot of video games as a kid. Yeah. But Goldeneye, <laughs> it, it just stood head and shoulders above everything else. Yeah. I mean, you just get, you get three of your friends together... Nobody cared if you were screen looking. We all screen looked. Yeah. Because back in 1996 and 97, the levels all looked the same. Yeah. So you can look and see, like, ah, oh, you're there. It's like, Especially if somebody's like, odd nope. job kneeling. Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Try to have a good time here. Uh, I did love the the Golden Gun. Um, uh, yeah, one shot, one kill. Cheat, the one, the, the, the one shot. Plus, I was also a big fan of the paintball cheat, too. We're just leaving paint yeah, all over yeah, the place. Yeah. We can talk endlessly about Goldeneye 64, but we're not talking about Goldeneye 64. Yeah, we should do, we're should, talking about Goldeneye 95. We should do an episode on that game one day. Uh, we should bust out a 64 and just play it live. You have a 64. On, it's not here. We you can fix it. Yeah, we can fix it. Then we need to. Yeah. But we're talking about Goldeneye 95. <laughs> the pre-title sequence. Oh, man. Like I talked about, yeah. I mean, it's perfect. I mean, it's I, awesome. abs- I mean, I do have one question now. Maybe mm-hmm. you can answer. When Armuff shoots Alec in the beginning... And then immediately shoots one of his officers afterwards. I'm assuming he had because I don't think he fires his gun before shooting Alec. Mm. So I'm assuming he had a blank chambered, right? So he, but he didn't know he was going to shoot. I mean, well, I'm, well, I'm I mean, sure, he was I'm probably sure he, he's probably was, prepped. Yeah, I'm sure he was prepped. He for, had a blank to, to, in the to, chamber, right, for that to happen, and then it would put a live round in. So right. I'm assuming that's what. Yeah, if you had to look at a real world perspective. That's what, yeah, it was. So because yeah. I always wondered that when I was younger too, like, hey, you guys shot him in the head. Like, yeah, how did he survive? Xenia, yeah. uh, amazing. That was the first time we love saw Famke Jansen, who love went on it. to have a, a, a oh. great career. And I uh, meant to touch on um, Jack Wade. Yeah, him too. I love Jack. <laughs> I'd like to see him come back. Yeah. And I think Chris Pine would be a good Jack Wade. Uh, I'll agree to that. Yeah. Although I do want to see him be a little older. No, just get Joe Don Baker again. He's still doing it. Yeah, he's, he's still kicking around. I don't know. No, but Natalia. Yeah. She's a, she really is a great Bond girl. Mm-hmm. She's oh, I think she's overlooked a lot. You know what? And she was probably one of the, uh, maybe a few be- 
probably people before, but she's the only one that really stands out as being really instrumental in taking down the mm-hmm. taking that. I know, I know, Pussy Galore alerted the CIA yeah. and they changed the canisters, but they, he needed her. Yeah, to, he to, wasn't going to change those codes. Yeah, he wasn't going to stop the Gold Knight from firing on his own. Mm. He was there for to just kill Alex Trevelyan. Yeah, and I love that fight. It turned into a revenge. Yeah, when that fight, when they were fighting mm. in the tower mm. in that room, mm. and like Bonds like, throws the pile of chains at him, and they're beating the yeah. living shit out of each other. Guns firing off. So that is that's Bond to me. Not like. Like no offense to Roger Moore, like I don't like karate, judo chop. Yeah, like, that's where they get it from. Like and like the kicks and so like that's I want do I want brawls. Yeah. I don't want overly choreographed fights. I want brawl. I want two guys brawling. Mm-hmm. And that is that is one of my top top favorite fights in the entire fight. It's, it's yeah. so and it's personal too. Yeah, you know it's just it's great. I mean it's I really think great. I mean it was it was our introduction to to, to Judy Dench's end. And I thought she was great, in and that. she and she and she gave it right back to him. Yeah, which I, I like. You know, especially when Tanner's like, "Oh, the evil queen of numbers wouldn't let you play yeah. it." If I want sarcasm, I'll talk to my kids. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she 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 gave it right back. I mean, well, like you know, I said, she I mean, she, she, plays, she flat out just calls out Bonds like, "You don't like me." Yeah, you I think wish... I'm a bean counter. You know, I think you're a psych. No, I, he, she says, "You think I'm an accountant?" Yeah, yeah, but she also yeah. says bean counter. Like, does she? Like, she she's think I'm a accountant, a bean counter. More concerned about my numbers and your instincts. Right. Something along those lines. Um, I wish we would have gotten a little bit more of her in that style of M going forward. Like, I don't want to use this term because I don't want to offend anybody, but she was she was kind of a bitch. But I kind of liked it. There's good terms to bitch, there's bad terms. There's yeah, not like, like, oh, she's like, a bitch, like but she M, was a bitch. Like, Sir Miles yeah. and then Admiral Hargraves mm-hmm. were, were very tough on Bond. Yeah. And I felt like she was... She respected the shit out of him because he was... That was... She was... He was her best agent, mm-hmm. but she's like, but you're also not going to like, yeah, but I'm your you're boss. not going to bullshit me because I'm your boss. And yeah. it, like, she put her foot down. Mm-hmm. She was firm. And I wish mm-hmm. it was. And even when they kept mm-hmm. her, rebooted her for Daniel Craig's, mm-hmm. you got a little bit in Casino Royale. And, but I wish you would have gotten it a little more where she was just like, I'm your boss. Yeah. You know, this, that, and the other, yeah. like, like it worked. And I, yeah. It, it's it's between her and Sir Miles yeah. is my favorite. Uh, the the Golden Eye theme is my favorite is is my favorite Bond theme, bar none, hands down. It, like I said, it, it's it's really hard for me to choose between Golden Eye License to Kill as the theme. It's so, it's like really a coin toss. I've I've mentioned you before. The only reason why I give it why I give it to Golden Eye over License to Kill is is the actual is the actual music part of License to Kill is a slowed down version of Goldfinger. A so little bit, yeah. It's I I heard a lot of Goldfinger in it. Yeah, like Gold Knight just feels <laughs> new. Plus, me like like Bono and the Edge. Yeah, they wrote it. Yeah. Uh, there's one really important part of Gold Knight I want to mention, and then we'll get to the and then, and then we'll get to the top. Before we start with number one, I have to go back to talk about say something about Thunderbolt. Okay, but go ahead, you can continue. All right, we'll start before the, we do number one. The 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 one important piece of Gold Knight that gets overlooked often mm-hmm. is the fact that Alec calls out Bond on his shit. Oh, yeah. Where he goes, where he, where, where Bond tries to get the better. You know how Bond always goes for that psychological edge. Like, oh, you yeah. know, it's like it's like oh, because you're holding a grudge, you know, fifty years later, and then mm. he basically just shuts him down and goes, oh, spare me your Freud. I could ask you if all those if all those vodka martinis silence the silence the screams of all the men you killed, or if you find forgiveness in all the women for yeah. all the ones that you've let die, yeah. for all the ones you couldn't save. Mm-hmm. It's it, great. It shows that, and I know, I know I'll get disagreements with this, but I kind of don't care because this is my own interpretation. It shows that Bond's womanizing is a crutch. Mm-hmm. It's it's a disorder. It's 
it's not that he's just a womanizer for the sake of being a womanizer. He does it because he's he's basically an addict. He's also, and and he's, he, but he's, he's also an assassin. He's mentally he, he lives every, every mission. Day is his last. Every mission <clears throat> takes a little more out of it. Yeah. But you have to. Every day yeah. every day could be his last day alive. Yeah. So of course what's he gonna do? He's gonna drink, he's gonna he's gonna smoke yeah. cigarettes or cigars, he's, he's gonna fuck, he's, he's gonna do all that he's shit. He's going to do he's gonna do and he's gonna fill that void mm-hmm. with whatever yeah, he can. Whether whether it's whether it's whether it's the drink or the yep. women, yeah. it's it's all a crutch. Completely agree. It's all a crutch. And that um And it shows that he's mortal. The chemistry between Pierce and Sean Bean was some of the best in oh, the franchise. Fantastic. God, yeah. God, yeah. Back and forth between two of yeah. them. So good. You couldn't get a better duo for that movie. Oh, no. no. So great. But you right. move on to number one? Oh, well, let me... Well, the, I want to go back to Thunderball yeah. fast. When I was watching it last night, at the beginning of the movie, the, at the movie, the pre-trial sequence when he's beating the shit out of the dude that was dressed as a woman, Yeah, it was clear as day that that was a woman until he oh, punched her yeah. in the face. Yeah. He, it's because she walks in. She walks into the building and he's sitting in the chair. I'm like, that is That's a woman. A woman. Yeah. He didn't ask a dude to put high heels on. Yeah. You have a woman walking into this room. Like, well, that's like they did that in Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's a, that's a man, baby. <laughs> but I just want to point that out, that yeah. it actually is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Until he punches it, and then it's a man. But yeah. Anyway, so number num- number one. All right, so do, drum roll. Do we, so do I go number? Do you want me to do my number one? Or yeah, do you yeah want to do it's number? an odd number. Go ahead. All right, odd number. All right, so my number one, if you're playing the home game, you already know what it is. You've already checked off your list. Maybe you got bingo by now. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you forgot to mark the free space. It's License to Kill. It's, I find very, very, very little wrong with License to Kill. It was a personal story. It showed what Bond could do with minimal help from MI6. Where he was, I mean, yeah, he had help from Q Branch mm-hmm. when, when Q showed up because he's on leave. Mm-hmm. And he came with tools, but it just showed what Bond could do on his best day by himself without help. And I, I mean... Dalton, his performance stands head and shoulders above everybody else. Mm-hmm. Robert Davi is is great. Sanchez, Pam Bouvier was great, mm-hmm. and she showed that she you know that the that the women could do a little more. Yeah. She could get physical. She was a. There's a lot of women in the franchise, mm-hmm. but it really proves to show shows show, shows the proof. shows the proof. Sorry, um, that this whole notion of Bond women that are just this helpless mm-hmm. woman who gets womanized by Bond. Mm-hmm is a lie yeah and that's usually by people who don't watch the movies yeah realize that there have been very strong women mm-hmm. in this franchise in general you don't have to shoehorn garbage like jinx in and just be an asshole to bond that's not how that's that's not how you mm-hmm. make a strong character your mama that's not how you should make a strong character though no. you don't make a strong character by belittling other characters no you make a strong character like Pam Bouvier when she goes I was an army pilot you know yeah. what I mean she proved she was a badass. Xenia. I'm yeah. not going to go to the list. But yeah. you know what yeah. I'm trying to say. Exactly. She exactly. was a great yeah. showing that I'm a badass. I, she had a, a fucking shotgun underneath the table. Yeah. She, she's right. She, she was prepped. She was, she was, she right, was yeah. prepped. You know? And she was great. Had Bond interfered, she probably would have killed Dario. Probably. Yeah. But, probably. That's, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Sanchez had the best henchman yeah. of the entire All franchise. Of, yeah. I don't even care. Dario, Crest, uh, Killifer, who you know, mm-hmm. who, 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 who took the two million to uh, mm-hmm. to point out where, um, you know, to to to, 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 to tip, break to Sanchez tip him out. Off. Yeah, tip him off. 
just great top to bottom. I mean, I mean Crest, he he ran a legitimate business, but maybe not so legitimate. Yeah. But and as as you mentioned on where they said like MI MI six easily could have stopped Sanchez, and I and I was just thinking about why you said it. Sanchez wasn't doing anything to threaten the world. Maybe he, no. Maybe I, he I had MI six could have stopped Bond from going after Sanchez. Oh, I thought they, you were saying he could have stopped Sanchez. But they really they 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 tried not. Well, they, they tried with that barely with that. Uh, whoever the hell was 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 head of the ISMA station. Yeah, but he he was, he Isthmus. looked like a he looked like a low rent David Hyde Pierce. He wasn't stopping anybody. Yeah. Um, that 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 damn theme, that like skill theme, Glad, Gladys and, Knight, and um and uh, the end theme, and the end theme, but by, by, by Patty Labelle. Yeah. If, uh, if you ask me to, mm-hmm. that, love that theme. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I could go on endlessly talking about License to Kill. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was just brutal death. Brutal death for mm-hmm. Sanchez. Just the whole time. He had no idea why any why. of this was going on. Yeah, so good. And what if there was a glare on the light and he couldn't see? Yeah. He, he would have died not he, knowing he why. Not now he knows. I mean, I mean, in this whole thing where Bond basically just took the fact, the fact that Sanchez thought everyone in his organization was loyal. Mm-hmm. And he just made him question yep. everybody. And then just, you know, and, a little bit and here. And you know the thing was? A little bit there. They were loyal. Yeah. He played Sanchez for a fool. Yeah. Perfectly. Beautifully. Perfectly. Yeah. Um, the hell? Uh, oh, uh, I don't know. You missed call. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I guess I'll yeah, go. Round it out. Casino Royale. Mm, I got bingo. Um, this used to sit at, like, number three for me. Mm. I've always, from the day I first saw this movie, I loved it. Um, but it holds a special place in my heart because, it, to me, it saved the franchise. Mm. It, in the first time in my life, it saved the Bond franchise because even though I came out of Die Another Day liking the movie a lot, the more I watched it, I was like, yeah, this this blows. And as much as I would have loved to have seen a Casino Royale with Pierce Brosnan in it, I don't think it would have been this good of a movie. You know, because they really, they really, I don't think they would have went back to the novel and really was like, let's just ground it Let's take it back down to Earth. Now, the first part of the movie is not in the book. Right. The book is just the, basically just everything from Monaco to the end of the book, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much... Uh, end of the movie. That's pretty much just the book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty faithful. I mean, you change... Obviously, you're always going to change some things for film. But yeah. just... Craig blew me away as Bond. And I was never anybody who complained that we have a blonde Bond. Yeah. Never complained about that. He blew me away... The theme song blew me away. I love that damn theme. You, you know my name. Yeah. It gets dude, it gets my blood going, man. If I want to, if I feel like going it gets out jazz. and speeding somewhere or beating the shit out of somebody, I put that theme on. That's what I beat the shit out of somebody to. When was the last time you beat the with, shit out of somebody? With my bare hands, at least. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, Vesper, she is a phenomenal yeah. Bond girl, even though she too, she's two-faced. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mr. White. Yeah, you know when he comes in at the end, the enigmatic Mister White. You know, and I really want to know if they would have brought him back in another capacity. If they never would have gotten the rights to Spectre back. I'm curious to know if they would have just went with him as the head of Quantum, mm-hmm. and then they kind of been was like pseudo Spectre, but not really Spectre. Right. He also would have been a good Blofeld. They would have just revealed him to actually be Ernst Davo Blofeld. That would have been great. I would have been fine with that. I more, I I believe Mister White more of an alias. Yeah, and being his actual. I agree. Name. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to you know Friends Oberhauser. Mm-hmm. Like I believe that is, like, yeah, and that's... then actually Blofeld's the actual alias, opposed yeah. to his actual name. Yeah, but 
the locations. Anytime Bond goes to the Caribbean, yeah, I'm, I'm love, I love the fact that when you know he sh- and Craig does something better than even Dalton did. He captures casual Bond. He's Hawaiian shirt, pair of khakis. You know, might have some loafers on. Some nothing mm-hmm. fancy. Like, like Bond doesn't. He that's the whole difference between Brazen and like Moore. Bond in the books does not like wearing suits all the time. He likes to just be wearing like something loose, something casual, something nice. Um, and I think not, I think Craig really captures that. Um, Lashif, phenomenal. But you couldn't get a better actor to play Lashif. Yeah, dude, Mad Mickelson was so so good in that role. And I would love to have seen that Hannibal series continue on, but I actually know. haven't seen it. So, I mean, but, he I, was, but I love I love everything he's in. So, that's but I mean, I he's definitely someone I could picture as being a younger yeah. version of Anthony Hopkins. Um, I, and I also <laughs> love that pre-title sequence in black oh, and white. God. Like, I absolutely oh, God. love that. When when I first saw that, I was like, "Is the whole movie going to be in black and white?" That would be pretty cool. Because yeah. I, I was like, "I'm fine with that actually." Yeah. Because um, I saw it three times in the theater. I saw. It I know I saw it with a co-worker when I worked at Target because that was 2006. Mm. And I took my dad and I can't remember who I saw it with the third time. I don't know if I went with somebody else or by myself. Uh-huh. But I saw it three, three times in the theater and each time I loved it more. And it <clears throat> it really kind of had a impact in my life. I mean, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm not in the greatest shape at the moment but like Craig was always something I kind of inspired to, to kind of resemble a little bit like I bought the Persoles even though mm-hmm. they're not the same ones he wears in the movie right but like um and I kind of was wanted to be kind of like in not as skinny as him kind of want to be like super skinny but you know what I mean like yeah he takes care of his body yeah he's got phenomenal he's things. in shape he's fit yeah yeah he's, he, he's got a phenomenal fashion sense even if it's just wearing a, a Hawaiian you know a blue polo and some tan pants you know mm-hmm. what I mean he just looks casual looks good um just his delivery and some of the lines, you know, he's just he gets so much shit, but he really is a great Bond. Yeah. And I think people just can't look past the fact that he's not Sean Connery right. or he's not Roger Moore, you know. And that really kind of makes me mad because it's like, yeah, well, Sean Connery left the role fifty years ago. Roger Moore left the role thirty-five years ago. Like you like, have to like get over it. Get it's, over you, that you're not yeah. get, you're and not you're, going to get a classic Sean yeah. Connery performance not two thousand twenty out of a new out of a new gonna, actor. And you're not gonna get and you're not gonna you're not gonna get that type of movie anymore. But then here's but but that but they're not it, gonna get you're, they're not gonna go back even if they reboot the franchise after Daniel Craig's done, you're they're not gonna be like, let's go back to the Roger Moore style and everything yeah. gets overly campy. That's yeah. why they brought in Daniel Craig yeah. and went back and t- put things to this movie yeah. because they got way too over the top would die another day and it started with the world's not enough it got too carried away with the gadgets it was turning into Roger Moore again yeah even though Roger Moore didn't get carried away with the gadgets it was too gimmicky which is what Roger Moore would delve but, into sometimes but, but even if they were to get another actor who does who who gives you like a classic mm-hmm. Sean Connery performance mm-hmm. people rave it and there are people who bash it like oh he's just copying Sean Connery yeah. so you can't you can't please the people one yeah. side or the other um another I love Mathis Oh yeah, that was such a great character, and he was, oh. he's great in the book too. But like, that is such a great character. I like the double switch they did too, like where she was like, it was really her that betrayed him, and she told Lashif to tell him that it was Mathis right. and stuff like that. That's great. Um, um, and I love that whole scene in Venice too, when like when when he's following her, mm-hmm. and he and then and uh, Gettler is like, I'll kill her. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, allow me, you know, or let, let uh, I'll, me yeah. first. Whatever what he says, like. 
that I, I just think that that's great. Like, yeah. like Craig was so good in this, and he's been great in all his movies. And I, I think he's a great Bond, and I'm going to miss him when he's gone, um, because I'm really not like I was. I was upset when Pierce got fired, but then when like, I look back at it, like I'm kind of happy it happened. I'm not ready for for Daniel Craig to be done as Bond. Right. Like I'm I'm really not. Like I want more Daniel Craig. I, but he's getting up there. We, did, we 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 didn't get enough cuz there's been too much time between movies for well, at least time. for this one because the first four came out in 9 years. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not a bad ratio yeah. four movies in 9 but years. But at this point you know I mean? at this point I mean, if it comes out next year that's what 6 years? 6 years, yeah, so. Uh but it's, but going back you like you brought up the um when he was chasing the, the parkour scene through mm-hmm. um through Africa. Yeah. Um Madagascar. That's yeah, where they were at. Um, that's so great. And I like how he pushes him and he shoots shoots the canister, or shoots him and then shoots the canister. Yeah. Um, the, the Miami scene when he's walking through the body arts thing, that was really cool. I love the scene um, when they're playing poker, Texas Hold'em, at the little car table when he wins the Aston Martin. That is, it's just so simple and so... It's just great. Like, it's setting up to you. The, yeah. Okay, now we know. He's great at poker. That's why we're going to send him to Monaco. Just a little yeah. something. That's all you need. Just, just also, you. the two other people sitting at that table, the woman sitting next to Demetrius and that guy with glasses, they're somebody. I can't remember who they are, though. He's somebody. She's a previous actress in the franchise, though. And I don't remember who it is. I have to look it up. Right. I'll post it on one of our yeah. social media accounts later. But... She was actually in the franchise before, like years prior. And like I said, he was... I want to think it's David Arnold, but I know it's not David Arnold. But he's somebody that worked on the movie, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when he he gets... um, I can't remember her name. Mr. Demetrius is his girlfriend, though. And he basically just uses her for the information. And then, like, they're, they're about to go do it in the bedroom... And he calls for the caviar, and he goes, he goes, what? No, for one, and he just leaves. Yeah. Like, that's just so, like... He, all he cared about was the mission, and that's that's like Roger Moore would have slept with her first, oh, of course, and then and then waited for the next day. You know, Bond was like, "No, I gotta get to Miami. Yeah, like I have to go." You know, mm-hmm. um, and of course, the nut busting scene, like that's painful oh, to watch, but it's Jesus great Christ. though. Yeah, it's so great, it's so great. Um, I, 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 I probably in the minority that has Casino Royale out there number one, but I, the more I think about it. The more I really think that it's, it's it's my favorite. I watch it so much. Um, and I can, and I'll make the argument that it's probably the best. It, it really is, and mm-hmm. um, and the ending too, when they're uh, when they're at that that mansion mm-hmm. and he shoots Mister White yeah. and he goes and he's like crawling up the steps and he goes Bond. You finally get to hear Bond, yeah. James Bond, coming from his mouth. My only issue is that I felt like he wasn't. Instead of actually making him Bond in the next movie, you kind of just continued on him being the same. You know what I mean? Like, now we're ready for him to be James Bond. Well, it's cut. Oh, wait a minute. Let's do Quantum of Solace first. You know? But. Yeah, I mean, those are the lists. That's the list, everybody. Yeah. Uh, I feel. I'm gonna watch Casino Royale when I get home. I feel pretty confident about my list. I mean, I'm sure I could. I'm, I I'm, think I'm, I am too. I'm sure somewhere down yeah. the road I'm gonna make a change somewhere. Well, but I, to as be of honest right now, with you, we're gonna have to do it when uh, somehow we're gonna have to to do it when No Time Die comes out. Yeah, and I mean, I'm really hoping in come November, if that's when it comes out, that I'm trying to figure out what movie to take out of my top ten or top five, opposed to does yeah. this, is this worse than No Time uh, Die Another Day? That's what I'm hoping. 
Um, we'll so, probably have to give it a couple of viewings before we can really like. I'm like, we'll, like we'll watch it once to do it, and then yeah. we'll go back and be like, all right, let's. I think, let's, I think let's maybe we'll go watch this. it twice. Yeah. And we'll give the review, so. Twice. We'll fucking say it three times. I mean, I'm sure I'll see it. Look, as long as I don't do something stupid. Ugh. It, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll touch on that eventually. Yeah. But anyway, everybody, thank you very much for coming in this week to yeah. listen to us. This one was a longer, this very one, much longer episode. Long. Don't worry, the other ones will <coughs> not be this long. Um, but just when you're talking about your favorites, it's hard <coughs> It's hard to put a timestamp on it. Yeah. It's hard. Um, but thank you again. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Station 007 Podcast, Instagram, at Station 007 Podcast, and share it with your friends. If you know any Bond fans, let them know about us, and we will see you next week. Just like James Bond, we will return. Ciao.